Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Well, hello, party people. Welcome (laughs) back to another episode of Growth Reframed. We're so happy you're here. Maggie, welcome. Thanks. I'm really impressed that we're recording today because you have not been feeling your best. I haven't. So if you notice a little bit of a little bit of snot, a little bit of raspy voice, uh, you're just gonna have to forgive me for that because <laughs> I'm just pushing through. And I'm I am excited to talk about the topic today because I feel like every time we do something with this topic, it gets a lot of feedback, either positive or negative, and it just seems like a lot of people are struggling with this. And yet they don't really talk about it. And it's the idea of being enough. And the reality is in this world, whether it's external things, external things as in people, experiences, whatever, or your internal feelings on yourself, that idea of measuring up or being enough, it always seems to be at the forefront of my mind. I assume, Meg, at your mind, and we can get into it. And I think a lot of you out there of just how how are you enough and are you already enough and what do you have to strive for to be enough and there's just a lot of questions that come up with it and so the hope today is that we can can delve into this topic of being enough and i hope we open your eyes to the fact that you already are. you already are yeah for me it especially comes up when there's a time that i feel some guilt. Like I know that there's something I should be doing, should in quotations be doing, and I'm not doing it. And that's when I really, I notice struggle the most with the idea that I'm already enough. If there's that guilt creeping in, like for instance, we've been taking a few weeks off of actually recording the podcast. I know there's been an episode out lately, but sometimes we, we kind of move the episodes and schedule things differently. So we haven't actually sat down to record in a few minutes. And I noticed that when we're doing some of that, It feels good, yes, to take the break. It feels good to recharge, but also it feels like because I don't feel like we're doing enough for the podcast, that translates to me feeling like I'm personally not enough. Like I'm not striving hard enough. I'm not doing the things I should be doing. When that guilt comes in, that's when I feel the most affected by like and tied, I guess, to the fact that what I do equates to who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder like... excuse me, like if you're, where does that come from for you? Because you're saying, well, you know, we didn't really record. And then it's, it's a, you know, you're feeling kind of bad that we didn't record and that we're not really doing enough. And that's generally when it comes up, when you're trying to give yourself a break, when you're trying to relax, which by the way, we all know is something that's super useful for you. Mm -hmm. But then where does it come up for you? Because I feel like if you're sitting, for example, on a desert Island somewhere by yourself, are you going, man, I should have picked more coconuts today. <laughs> I didn't really do enough. Like, what are you, where's it coming from? Yeah, I think there's a few different ways that it pops up in, in probably all of our lives. I think that one of them, a big one, is external forces, as in, you kind of alluded to this in the intro, but just those other external forces, like 
maybe in your life you have a friend that seems to do more than you or you have a coworker that seems to know more than you or you have the internet telling you that you're not quite doing enough. Um, that's a big one. That's where I think that we're letting a little bit of the outside world into our hearts a little bit too much and we're letting that affect us too much because clearly the external world should not focus, should not affect rather who we feel like we are on the inside and yet it always does. So that's a big one. I feel that when I see, you know, other podcasters podcasting and other moms momming better than me and other wives wifing better than me, I'm like, ooh, I'm just not enough. Mm -hmm. So it's the comparison game. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it doesn't have to be internet related. It can be real world related. It can be, you know, we'll talk about this in a minute, but it can come from other, a little bit internal forces that maybe those internal forces kind of bump up the amount that you let the external forces in. Like if you had a stronger, stronger internal thing going on, then maybe you wouldn't be so affected by the external. But right. I think we all have some of that internal junk that we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Well, I just know like from times of us doing, we've been doing the podcast now for four years and in times of us doing it, we used to be way more like personal growthy on all the things we did. And so I do believe, by the way, that you should strive to be more, that you can be more. We always hear the thing of being like the better version of yourself. Now, I don't really like that. I kind of push back against being the best version of yourself because it's it's discounting where you're already at. It's saying that like right now where you're currently at, it's not enough. So you got to strive to be more and be the best version, you know, better than where you're at right now. All in all, I don't think it's the worst thing, but it can be a toxic belief that you fall into. And, and me and you have definitely done that. So in the past, like we've had listeners and people say to us, it's hard for me to listen to your podcast because I don't necessarily feel like I need to be striving for more right now. Like I feel pretty good where I'm at. Like I hate to use the, I almost use the word comfortable. Like I'm not even saying comfortable. It's just like, I feel good about where I'm at. Like I'm making progress. I'm doing things, whether small in our eyes or not, like they feel great about them. And so it's difficult to see a podcast like ours or hear people like you said out in the world. If you listen to other podcasts or just influences or whatever, you start to feel like, well, if I'm supposed to be striving for more, then I'm by nature not enough where I currently am. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a false belief. You can strive for more and still be satisfied with where you're at. Yeah. You can strive for more and still feel like you're enough, but it's a slippery slope and you can fall into the negative cycle like you were just talking about very easily where you're like, well, I, yeah, I was feeling good. And then I looked at this person over here and and now I don't feel so good. And we've talked about before, like just removing those things where you can, if there's stuff that always brings that up for you. Mm -hmm. The reality is though, there's always going to be challenges to you feeling like you're enough. If there's an internal struggle already that you're not enough, like it's going to start pulling at that thread. Right. I'm really glad that you brought up the idea of like personal growth resources being a problem because it's true. And I say that as somebody who's doing a personal growth podcast, but you know, if you read too many books and you listen to too many podcasts, you are going to start to struggle with that belief of like, okay, well, if all these books and all these podcasts and all these resources are saying, Hey, you need to do more. You're, you, you know, strive for more, be a better version, be the best version, like you're saying, then it's going to be really hard for you to reconcile that with the fact that you are already enough as you are today in this moment, whether or not you decide to be the best or better or keep going on that 
growth journey. Like mm-hmm. whether you want to grow more or not at this moment or ever doesn't actually matter and have any, any bearing on who you are today and the fact that you're already enough today. If you decide right now you're comfortable and you're never doing another darn thing to make yourself into the best version of you, I think that's fine. I, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you can absolutely be both, like you said, but if you don't want to be both, if you don't want to strive for more and already be enough, then you're already enough, period, as is nothing else to say. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny as you're saying that. I think, too, one of the biggest struggles that people end up with is the the past experiences and the past struggles. Like I just actually had, I didn't go, but I had my 20 year high school reunion and I was seeing the pictures online of all the people that were there. And I was thinking about, who those people were back in high school, back in 03, baby. And, <laughs> and it's like, that's that person to me. But then I started reflecting and I looked at my own life and I'm like, well, how am I compared to that person? Well, I'm not the same at all. And the issue is back then, and people have trauma, they have past experiences with, with things, with coaches, with teachers, with parents maybe who spoke negatively into their life with bullies that were surrounding them. Mm-hmm. And, and you can carry that baggage from the time you're a child. Like the fact is you're most likely to take things in and hold on to things and carry things forward from when you're a child because you can be impacted the most during that time. And a lot of us as adults are walking around saying we're not enough because mom or dad didn't say I was enough back when I was a kid. Or this boss was a real a-hole and he didn't say I was enough. And so I'm not. This teacher and or this coach, you know, they said I didn't put in the effort and that I was never going to amount to anything. And maybe they were right. And we're letting those voices speak into our lives. By the way, those people long forgot about you. Like they don't, they're not thinking about that. They've moved on. So why are you letting them still impact your life? And I think the past is a huge indicator for how we're feeling. And a lot of times, if you're stuck in the fact of whether I'm feeling enough or not and struggling with it, you got to think, is that your voice speaking in your head? Or is that those past people speaking into your head? And how is that affecting your current reality? And should it be affecting you that way? Right. And what are you going to do about it now that you realize it? Whether it is your own voice in your head or whether it's the voice of a mom or dad or coach or peer from your childhood, what are you going to do about that? Is that something that you're going to work through on your own? Is that something you're going to talk to a friend about? Is that something that maybe you need some professional help with? I think there's always, once you realize it, a good point to be like, okay, now that I am aware of this, what's my next step? If I am carrying this child childhood trauma through to my adult life, and it's affecting that I, my beliefs as, as who I am now today, 20, 25, 30, 40 years later, what do I do with that information? Now I've realized it. Now I understand that I don't want to live like this. I don't want to have all these negative voices from my past, whether it's myself or a negative other voice from the past. Can I go through that by myself? Do I need some help? And who do I need the help from? Right. And it all goes back to, by the way, where are you looking for the validation of the Absolutely. fact that you are enough. So you're you're just by the nature of what we were just discussing, what you're really doing is you're looking for external validation for how you should feel internally. Like I'm enough because you as my wife, Meg, tell me I'm pretty great. So that means that I'm enough. Well, what if you tell me I'm not that great? Then am I not enough? Or what if my kids tell me something? Or what if an employer tells me something? A lot of times we're looking for a cheer squad and it's not bad to find people who will lift you up, but you don't want people 
you don't want that to be your singular source for the reality of whether you're enough or not. Because then what happens when that person does you wrong or says you're not great or you misstep like we all do? You're looking for an an external validation for an internal struggle and feeling that you should, you should be trying to remedy, but you're looking for it externally. And that's by the nature of it, never going to work. Right. And I mean, I think that it's crazy because, you know, we do this, we do this all the time. Like we, as parents, as husband and wife, as whoever we're trying to be as employers, We're always giving that positive feedback, positive feedback, positive feedback, because people need that and want that. And that's a great thing for them. And that encourages them and that helps build their self-esteem. But also it can't be the only way we're building the self-esteem. Like if the only reason my kids believe they're enough is because mommy and daddy were proud of them, that's not enough. They have to eventually believe that on their own without mommy and daddy saying, you guys are so great. We're so proud. You're so amazing. They have to learn that that's something like, for instance, last night, our son came home. He's six. He just started first grade. He's a week and a half into first grade. And he, for the first time ever, got an A. I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> got an A on his spelling test, which last year was really hard for him. He got like 30% most times. And he was so happy last night. And I was like, buddy, I am so proud of you. And he said, I'm proud of myself. And that's what I'm talking about. The fact that he believes in him. Mm-hmm. It's not. A, it doesn't matter whether I believe in him or whether... Brandon believes in him. What matters is that he starts to believe in himself. Right. And when he believes that he's, when he believes that, when he knows he can do something that will translate into bigger self-confidence and a more meaningful belief in anything that he does from mm-hmm. here on out. And it's as simple as a spelling test. And it was as simple as one little tiny moment he said in the bathtub to me, I'm, I'm proud of myself. Right. And those kind of moments. Right. Well, the fact is you want to empower the people around you, but ultimately like going back to your kids, you want them to stand on their own two feet eventually. Like Mm -hmm. eventually they're going to have to go out into the world and then you're not going to be there to be a cheerleader for them. I mean, yeah, obviously as much as you can, but I'm saying like in a daily sense, you can't. But again, we look for that in all of what we do. I think a lot of us, by the way, push ourselves into our job and career and work because we get that validation from our employer. And so we, you know, if we're not getting it home, then we push ourselves further and further and further into working 80 hours a week because then, Hey, someone might lift me up and it's like, that's fine, but that should not be the only way that you figure out you are enough. But again, you have to learn that and you have to learn by the way, throughout all of it to have some self-compassion, like in self-care for you because one to you. Yeah, because one of the things that I internally struggle with to this day is the idea that I am enough. I mean, that's why I think this episode is so important, and I want to call it for what it is, because one of my struggles is the fact, and I never knew this before, one of my struggles is with the fact that am I worthy enough? Am I good enough? Am I a good enough husband? Am I a good enough dad? And am I a good enough you know, boss? Am I a good enough podcaster? I mean, fill in the blank. Am I? And you can always nitpick and you can always find things to say, no, because I can improve, I'm not enough. Well, no, that's not what we're talking about. You have to be kind to yourself. You have to be worthy and know that you're worthy. Your worthiness worthiness to me is given by your creator. It's not anything I can earn. It's given by God. So what am I doing if I'm trying to go out there and chase it to earn it? But you can get in that negative cycle and you can force yourself into a lot of dark places by saying, 
man, I'm not enough. I'm not showing up enough. I'm not worthy of this thing that I have. Even when you have it, even when it's something you prayed for and you got it, you're like, man, I'm not worthy of it because I did this, this, and this. And the fact is 99% of the time with that attitude, you could be doing every single thing right, but that 1% is what you're going to focus on and you're going to stick with. So in it, you have to learn, and I had to learn, and I'm still learning to this day, to have self-compassion, to give yourself some freaking grace because you aren't going to measure up. You aren't going to be enough all the time. Like, you personally can't. But when you realize and breathe it in and say, I already am. I already am enough. Then everything else is just aces, man. It's just extra. Right. Yeah. The thing about learning to be compassionate to yourself that is hard, but also necessary, I think is to kind of reframe your thinking into believing that you're talking to yourself as you would talk to a friend. I'm so much harder on myself than I would ever be to somebody that was confiding in me. If somebody else was confiding in me that they were struggling, that they were not enough, that they couldn't do this thing, that things were hard, I would just be their biggest cheerleader, their biggest fan, letting them know that it's fine and they're going to get through this and they are already enough whether they do the thing or not, but I'm going to be there supporting them when they try and when they fail and when they succeed eventually. But that's not how I talk to myself. So I think one of the biggest things we can do is to start learning to call ourselves out when we're talking to ourselves in a way that we wouldn't be speaking to ourselves as if we were the friend. If I'm talking to myself and I'm getting into that place of I'm not enough and this is going wrong and that's going wrong and I'm never going to understand this and I'm never going to do this and all those negative thoughts, I need to pause and I need to say, but if my best friend was saying all this to me, how would I respond? Because why am I not extending the same kindness to myself? Yeah. I've actually heard it another way too. I love that example, but I've heard it another way where it's like you're speaking to yourself as a child. Like you're going back and you're going to speak to yourself mm -hmm. back in the time where maybe those negative voices we were talking about earlier are coming in. You show up there. How are you going to speak to yourself in that state? You're not going to speak to yourself the way my guess is. You're not going to speak to yourself in the way that you're currently speaking to yourself now. Right. Like you said, when, I, when I'm talking to our kids, I don't sit there and berate them because they made a small mistake, but I do that to myself internally all the time, even though I'm aware of it. So how would you speak to that friend? Like you said, how would you speak to your childhood self? If you could go back and say something to them, if you could encourage them, if you could give them a word of advice, would you sit there and berate them for the things they're not doing? And are you currently doing that to yourself? And then how can that shift your perspective moving forward for how you're going to look at it? I mean, I think the last thing really to talk about today is that you have to be patient. That this whole thing, this whole learning process of becoming enough in your own eyes as you are today is not an easy and simple and quick thing. It's going to take patience. It's going to take learning. It's going to take a long time of practicing that self-compassion, that self-kindness we were talking about. It's not overnight and it's not without work. It's something that you have to call yourself out on continuously. And even once you're aware that you have this issue and want to work on it, you still have to, it's, that's not the end of the story. You have to continually call yourself out. You have to continually be kind to yourself. You have to continually stop those inner voices and those negative thoughts. Patience is really the key. Patience with yourself 
is the key for when you're learning it. And even once you've learned, because you are never going to feel like enough if you can't have patience with yourself. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, if, if you guys take nothing else from this episode, you, you are enough. And I know some of you are sitting there thinking of all the reasons. And trust me, I've done it. I'm going to get emotional now. Mm-hmm. But you're thinking of all the reasons why you don't measure up, why you're not enough. All the things you could have done that you didn't do. All the things currently that you should be doing that you're not doing. Once you realize and believe it in your heart that you're already enough, all those things go away. It doesn't mean you don't want to continue to pursue, but you're not trying to earn favor from anyone else because you already know that you're worthy right where you are. And I think we don't hear it enough in this world that we are. We are worthy enough because all we hear is all the things we're not doing from everyone else whether it's social media, whether it's a podcast, whether it's whatever. But you are enough right where you are. Don't forget that. We love y'all. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.